It's time to take a journey to find your courage, break through your limits, and master your destiny. It's time for Ken D. Foster's Voices of Courage. Ken brings you some of the most courageous people on the planet that will inspire greatness within you and change your life for the better. It's time to see the unseeable, know the unknowable, and do the impossible. It's time for Voices of Courage. And here's your host, Ken D. Foster. Well, welcome everybody. Uh, this is Kendi Foster. I'm your host of Voices of Courage. Today, we're talking about the courage to heal your body. Listen, life is complicated. It always is, right? Just that way. But when you let courage be your guide, you will be empowered and you will be able to change things that you've never been able to change before. In fact, you know what? Why don't you make this week the week that you surprise yourself. Imagine how this week could be your stepping stone to lift you to new heights, unknown by you yet, but we're going to get to some of the ways to do that on this show. You know, in this moment, this is the time, this is the place, this is where you can make the change inside of yourself, tune into your wisdom, and apply it, and really take your life to a complete new level. So the show today is all about healing your body. I have a special guest coming on, Carrie Hummingbird. She'll be here in the second segment. And she's going to help you inspire greatness within yourself and help you to find the keys to heal your body. Listen, some of you are putting up with pain and challenges right now as we're just You're in this moment, you're feeling pain, maybe it's emotional pain, maybe it's mental pain, maybe it's it's pain in your body. All of these have the same cause. So today, what we're going to do is we're going to get down to some of those causes that are really creating this dysfunction or this dis-ease within your body. How does that sound? Sound like fun? I hope so. I hope you're saying yes to this. So... Everything, all be all all behavior and anything that's going on in your body is all driven by your beliefs, right? In fact, here's the way I figured it out. Everything comes out of this thing we call spirit or God or universe, whatever it is. So out of that into out of that that spiritual soup comes individual souls. So the spirit is over the soul. Out of the soul comes the mind, the conscious, subconscious mind. So the soul is over the mind. Mind is over the body, right? The body has what in it going on? Emotions, right? So mind, body, emotions, right? So mind is over the emotions. Emotions are over our actions, actions over results, and results are over your destiny. So where does it start? Does it start in the mind or does it start somewhere higher? It starts in that place of awareness, that place of presence, that's really where everything starts. So in order for you to heal, to change, the first thing we have to do is slow down to succeed. We have to start to slow down our life. Everybody has a busy life out there, right? I don't know about you, but most people that I'm working with, I've been coaching for over 21 years, they come to me because 
they they don't usually come on the greatest high note. They're coming, and most of them are so busy. They're going from one thing to the next thing, to the next thing, to the next thing. So the first thing I say is, hey, listen, why don't you slow down? And there's a lot of excuses. Well, you know, I can't slow down. I've got to make more money. I've got to pay the bills. I've got to uh, help my wife. I've got to uh, educate my children. There's a lot of things going on out there. But when we can learn to slow down, we can start to become aware. So in this moment, think about what's going on for you. Maybe you're overeating. You know, by the way, most people dig their graves with their mouths. Think about that. It's what you put in your mouth and also what you speak. Okay? That's how you're digging your graves, right? But that all starts with these beliefs. But above beliefs is awareness. So let's just just think about this. Overeating. Why do you believe it's so important that we put so much emphasis around food? Three meals a day or five time, eat five times a day or eat ten times a day, whatever it is, whatever your belief system is, right? It's all around food. I want to tell you a story. I, I got really in touch with this thing about having to eat all the time. And I thought, you know, there must be an easier way. So I started studying some of the principles of being able to go on a fast. And uh, over the years, I, I did a, uh, several fasts, right? A whole bunch of them, actually. And, you know, I started out fasting one day. Uh, one day one day was really hard to do in the beginning because I thought I had to have food in order for my body to survive. Well, I found out that that's absolutely not the, the truth. And so I started fasting three days, three days a month. And I did that for a few years. Then I found out I could go on a little longer fast for 10 days. I did that. And it accumulated in me doing a 40-day fast where all I was drinking at that time was, uh, it was called the Master uh, Cleanse is the name of the book I use. But basically it was a lemonade, right? I was using lemons and some water and some maple syrup and some cayenne. And that's what I lived on for 40 days. Now, most people go, that's crazy. You, you probably, all your muscle went away. Well, the truth is I lost about 10 pounds, which was a needed 10 pounds. I exercised three, four, five times a week. I did everything I was doing and, and then a lot more because I had a lot more energy. All that energy was going to digest food I didn't need. Now, am I telling you to go on a 40-day fast? Heck no. Am I, am I uh, encouraging you to maybe think about one day a month uh, that you can, or one day um, in the next month, I should say, that you could just let go of food and maybe do a juice fast for a day? Yeah, why not? Why are you so dependent on food? I think that you may want to check that out. And of course, you know, check it with your doctor, make sure everything's okay before you do that. But if you'll if you'll do that, what's going to happen is, is you're going to start to ask, why is why have I been so dependent on this food stuff? Last week, we talked about habits. And, you know, a lot of us have this habit of overeating, right? But more importantly, we have a habit of not being present. And what I mean by that is if you get really present and you chew your food very well and you take your time to eat, you, you really need about half the food that you're putting in your body. Because you start to bring in intention and you start to maybe bless that food and just sit there in silence and eat. See what happens. See if things can't change. What happens when you quiet your mind for a moment? 
See, I've, I've experienced that we can change any habit that we have or anything that's going on in our life if we start to bring awareness to the moment, um, make a decision then with that awareness of what it is that you'd like to do. And, you know, a lot of times people have tried to use willpower and won't power and, you know, I must do this, I should do this. I, I, they condemn themselves if they don't do whatever they, they're set their intention to do, right? But what if you let out all of that stuff and just said, you know, I'm going to notice when I eat on a current, on a, on a regular basis. I'm going to let go of this rushing all the time. I'm going to take a step back and I'm going to notice you know, what, what does it mean to have an appetite? What does that even mean for me, right? What, is that, um, what does that do for me? If I'm, if I'm in this place where I'm always thinking I have to eat, well, what I suggest is a lot of times you're using food to fill that hole. And what is that hole? That hole is a place where you've decided not to connect with your own self. So slow down to succeed. Number two, start to become aware. Number three, set your intention to change whatever it is you want to change. Number four is what I do. Is that that presence part is, I believe we connect with this, I call it my, my creator, my spirit, God. I connect with that, right? I don't think much of any significance has ever changed in my life unless I've slowed down, quieted my mind. I've been a meditator for about 30 years now quieted my mind, and really tuned in to what's possible, right? And then there's another step that takes place when we want to heal our bodies, and that is giving ourselves permission to actually heal. It's allowing yourself the permission to heal the body, the mind, the soul, the spirit, whatever it is, in the moment. Another step that I like to do is clear away the past, right? Why don't you just, in the, you know, I have a book that I want to give you, by the way. If you go to kendfoster.com, kendfoster.com forward slash resource, or I think it might be resources, forward slash resources, and there's a free book there for you. It's called Release, Renew, Evolve. That book will help you clear up all the past, right? So you can live in the present moment. And then... It's about practicing the presence on a daily basis. When you do that, habits change almost instantly. There's nothing really to keep you stuck with a habit. They just continue to change when you're in the moment, right? And of course, we have to ask better questions. So I hope you'll take this to heart. Listen, coming up in my next segment, I've got Carrie Hummingbird. And Carrie is uh, an award-winning author. She's going to be talking about how to heal the body. And uh, we are going to uh, talk to you a little bit more about what it takes to take your life to a completely new level. We'll be back with more Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. Would you 
like to help someone in need to move from poverty to prosperity? Stars of Courage, a 501c3 nonprofit, is looking for established life coaches with experience in education and career mentorship to build confidence and create clear paths to success. Join our team of experienced coaches in a wide variety of fields, equipped with warm hearts with a passion for lifting up those in need. Our Stars of Courage. Find out how you can make a difference at starsofcourage.org. That's starsofcourage.org. Attention business owners, the feeling of being overwhelmed, stressed out, and facing difficult business challenges goes hand in hand with being an entrepreneur. But there are solutions, and it's time to explore the possibilities. You work hard as an entrepreneur. Give yourself the break you deserve. Ken D. Foster is the business coach for you. Ken has over 21 years of experience with leaders just like you, who trust to share what is truly going on in their business and that thing called life. You're invited to set up a free conversation confidential consultation with Ken. His wisdom, guided methods, and unique strategies will bring you to new heights and breakthrough obstacles. Visit KenDFoster.com to set up your free confidential consultation. It's time to achieve your dreams because you deserve a successful business and a balanced, happy life. Sound great? Find out how to make this happen. Visit KenDFoster.com. That's KenDFoster.com. KenDFoster.com. We're back with Voices of Courage. And now your host, Ken D. Foster. Well, welcome back. I hope you've got some flames in your desire, in your heart today. I hope you're feeling it. I hope you're inspired. This show is uh, brought to you by Women's Wisdom, Women Empowering Women in Business and Friendship. They've been around for about 25 years. You can find out all about Women's Wisdom at womenswisdom.net. That's womenswisdom.net. I am excited. I have been talking over the last few days with this award-winning author who is a soul guide. She's a host of Soul Nectar Show. She's an intuitive subconscious explorer, and she's founded the Skills Not Pills movement, to invite people to learn more about alternative modalities of healing to help them transform their lives so that they no longer need pills to cope. Carrie Hummingbird is here with me in studio. Well, not, uh, kind of in studio. We're on webinar today. <laughs> so uh, it's great to see you, Carrie. Good to, good to have you. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm really excited to uh to share my wisdom with you guys today and to inspire you, hopefully, to take a new direction in your life. Wow. For uh, some of you can see uh, her on the webinar. It's being broadcast on uh, our Facebook pages right now. And you've got this beautiful butterfly all in green behind you. And it says serenity. I, I, I'm pretty sure that's uh, what it says. That's, that, there it is, serenity. <laughs> you know, I think a lot of people want to achieve serenity, but they are trying to achieve it by taking pills, Right. I mean, we've got a pill epidemic in this country that's crazy. So how did you, uh, what, what made you find, uh, find and found the Skills Not Pills movement? What drove you to that? You know, it's really a passion for our purpose. You know, we came here to this planet to be the keeper of the garden, and we fell off the job. You know, look at the state of the world, and you can see the effect of us not taking personal responsibility. So, you know, Mother Earth knows we're learning, 
But she's like every mother. She has her limits before she kicks you out of the house. And, you know, uh, every mother deserves respect. So the best way you can respect your mother is to give her what she wants more than anything in the world. And every mother wants her children to take care of themselves. That's what every mother wants. First and foremost, she doesn't even put herself first. She says, I want my kids to take good care of themselves. So if we want to honor our mother, we've got to decide to quit the distractions and the quick fixes. And we've got to learn the skills for long-term health and happiness. There's not a pill to fix life. There are skills to live it well, though. (laughs) There are. Well, let me ask you this. Are you anti-pill? Is this... I'm not anti-pill. I was on pharmaceuticals, uh, you know, SSRIs for 13 years. Now, when I went on them after I had the birth of my first child, I absolutely needed an intervention. I needed immediate assistance, you know, because I was seeing a black hole in the middle of the shower floor and I was sober, you know, so that's a problem. You know, I was in a, in a state of mental uh, dis-ease and I needed an immediate fix. So at that point, yes, it helped me to get out of that spot, but it wasn't a solution I should have been using for 13 years. You know, there, there needed to be an inter, another intervention, you know, to get me off those pills because like many people, I was drinking wine and taking those pills. You know, I was not eating healthy. I wasn't taking care of myself and I was using the pill as a crutch, you know, to cope with life. And so I, you know, I understand that and I'm not against it. But I do know from my own personal journey and from all my clients I work with that this is something we don't, you know, we can find skills to cope with life a lot better and we'll be actually living more healthy without the pills. Well, you know, let's face it. We know that pharmaceuticals are overprescribed. Uh, there's a lot of study around that. And there's a lot of people that, uh, you know, they blame the doctors, but I don't blame the doctors. I blame the fact that you're not taking 100% responsibility for the hole that's inside of you that you need to fill up. You know, there obviously, you know, I, I injured my knee last year, and, and man, I'll tell you what, the pain medication they gave me was great. I'm so glad I had it at the time. But, you know, it was time to get off it after two weeks. And I think what happens is people stay on that stuff because it is, it's, it is highly addictive. I, I can tell you that. When I got off those pills in, in a couple of weeks, I still wanted them. It was like there were voices in my head saying, where can you get another pill? I was like, oh, my goodness. I'm so glad I'm getting off this stuff. This stuff is powerful. So I know it's hard to get off. How did you get off? What, what, you know, how can our clients, how can our listeners get off this stuff? Well, you know, our medical system is really set up to be um, an intervention emergency-based system. Like when you have a devastating problem, it's going to help you fix it immediately, okay? But it hasn't really uh, been a model for proactive health. And that's really the movement that's happening now that you're seeing is that there's a lot of professionals out there who are making a movement for proactive health, how to maintain and grow health rather than, you know, sort of dealing with people on the spectrum like this is health and, you know, way over here is like you're going to die. You know, the medical system has been dealing with this part. And what we want to do now is share with people this whole part that you could be doing before you get to this part over here, you know, so we want to, so that's exactly what happened to me. I, I went to traditional model. I did what they said. I went to weekly psychotherapy sessions for decades, decades. 
I tried the solution. It didn't really help me heal. What it did was give me a lot of practice navigating, you know, my, my mind's thought tunnels and little mind mazes and how to sort out my thinking, but it didn't really help me heal at the root. And so when I finally got to rock bottom after decades of trying the solution, it didn't work, I opened up to alternative healing. So and that what, was my journey. Okay. What, what did that uh, look for you, Carrie? What kind of alternative he- healing are we talking about? Well, so I learned how to, I started yoga. Mm-hmm. I learned how to meditate. And then I, I had a healing from a person who basically healed my first wound in my life. He saw it. He was a clairvoyant. He saw the thing that happened to me when I was just under one years old. That was traumatic. That set the course of my life. He healed that through, you know, energy and taking energy out of me. And as he's taking this energy out of me, I'm like, I could feel him doing it. Mm-hmm. I could feel that. I was using other senses and other awareness. And I can feel him removing something. And the thing he was removing was shame. I had shame around my heart. And he took that energy out and I felt it. And I've never experienced any shame since then. It's, it's like amazing to me. I don't feel that anymore. It's not part of my life experience. So how do I know it worked? Because yeah. I don't feel shame anymore. You know? Yeah, yeah. No, no. You know what? I, I I totally relate to that. I think some of our audience are going, "Wow, that's a little far out," you know. But I'll tell you, I I have one even further out. I was sitting in a a sweat lodge with the uh, <clears throat> uh, the spiritual leader of the Lakota Sioux people. His name was Jim Durham. And Jim and I were in this thing, and they were heating this sweat lodge up, putting the rocks on, rocks on. And all of a sudden, I felt uh, this tremendous heat. I had to get out of there, right? So I left the sweat lodge, and when I left, I felt this tremendous shame and guilt, and I'm not enough, and why did everybody else stay in and not me? That the, and Jim came out, and he tuned in, and he said, you know, there's no shame in leaving. In that instant, all the shame in my life just went away. It just, it was gone. I got it. It, it, it was profound. So I understand what you're saying. There are alternative ways to heal stuff that we would never think. I never in a million years was going into a sweat lodge to heal my shame. Right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, you know, for me, the solution of, of the psychotherapy, you know, the weekly talk, telling the story over and over and over again, mm-hmm. I realized that that actually, I was a spider weaving myself the fly in my own web week after week after week telling these stories. And what I really needed was another way of processing things. I really needed a kinesthetic way of processing things. I needed to make it real for myself in an energetic way uh, that I found when I opened up this pathway for myself. So I studied um, energy medicine with the Four Winds Society, which is actually a derivative of a, it's a medicine that's uh, program that's taken from the Carol shamans in in Peru and they authorize this they say yes you know you guys think way too much and you need help you know they you know you should see these people living in Peru and they're living with the earth and they're living in mud huts and they're telling you you people are sick you need help in the western world you need help mm-hmm. they are the ones who are happy they're grounded mm-hmm. they're in love they are connected with the mother earth and they're telling us you are sick you need mm-hmm. some help. We mm-hmm. want to help you. Mm-hmm. And, and after I experienced the healing that I got from them, I absolutely agree. Yes, I needed your help. Thank you so much mm-hmm. for giving me that help. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I, I uh, can relate to that. I'm not sure I want to live in a mud hut, but I know one thing. Yeah. I want to be grounded to the earth. I want to be feeling uh, present. I want to feel be feeling joy and happiness and love and not stressed out on my life no matter what's coming up. You know, My prayer is always, God, uh, don't change my circumstances. Change me, right? That's that's the key there. So I get it. So let me ask you. Okay, so you created a movement. That movement is called... Uh, skills, not pills movement. So let's talk a little bit about that. Uh, is this uh, a pushback on the medical community or what, what is this about? You know, this is just an obvious statement of fact that our medical system is, is not working. It's not functional. As a matter of fact, that's why there's now doctors that are coming out that are functional medicine doctors. Because uh, as Chris Kretzer says of the California Center for Functional Medicine, conventional medicine focuses on suppressing symptoms rather than addressing the root cause of the problem. And only 6% of Americans, 6% of Americans engage in the top five healthy behaviors. So this is a cultural epidemic. And so, no, the medical community agrees. They see this all the time in urgent care. I know urgent care doctors that say people come in demanding pills. So the doctors themselves are saying we need to fix this situation and get people learning about the, the five healthy behaviors and more that they can use to lead a healthy life. Wow. And you've created, you've created a movement around this. So in that movement, I know there's a website on there that people can go to to find out about you. Why don't we give them that before we close this segment here? Yes, it is skillsnotpillsmovement.com. Skillsnotpillsmovement.com. That's great. You know, in our next segment, I want to talk to you about psychotherapy and pills uh, that help you. Okay, psychotherapy and pills, do they help us, do they not, and which ones do? Okay, we will be right back. We'll be back with more Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. The dog days are over. Attention business owners, the feeling of being overwhelmed, stressed out, and facing difficult business challenges goes hand-in-hand with being an entrepreneur. But there are solutions, and it's time to explore the possibilities. You work hard as an entrepreneur. Give yourself the break you deserve. Ken D. Foster is the business coach for you. Ken has over 21 years of experience with leaders just like you, who trust to share what is truly going on in their business and that thing called life. You're invited to set up a free conversation confidential consultation with Ken. His wisdom, guided methods, and unique strategies will bring you to new heights and breakthrough obstacles. Visit KenDFoster.com to set up your free confidential consultation. It's time to achieve your dreams because you deserve a successful business and a balanced, happy life. Sound great? Find out how to make this happen. Visit KenDFoster.com. That's KenDFoster.com. KenDFoster.com.
Would you like to help someone in need to move from poverty to prosperity? Stars of Courage, a 501c3 nonprofit, is looking for established life coaches with experience in education and career mentorship to build confidence and create clear paths to success. Join our team of experienced coaches in a wide variety of fields, equipped with warm hearts with a passion for lifting up those in need. Our Stars of Courage. Find out how you can make a difference at starsofcourage.org. That's starsofcourage.org. We're back with Voices of Courage. And now your host, Ken D. Foster. The dog days are over. The dog days are done. The horses are coming. So you've been Okay, welcome back. This is Ken D. Foster. And uh, I'm wondering, what would it be like for you if you had multiple ways to heal anything? Well... If you'd like to know about that, I have the perfect guest on my show today. Her name is Carrie Hummingbird. She's an award-winning author, a soul guide, and she has founded a movement called Skills Not Pills Movement. She's got some of the top authors, speakers, trainers in the world on there. And you know what? They're talking about skills to heal in ways that you've never probably thought possible. So if you've been stuck with some kind of a chronic pain or something not going on, or you've been, you're, you're obese, or you're in a place where you just don't want to be, this is the girl that you need to speak with. So I'm going to speak with her right now. Carrie, welcome back. Thank you for having me on the show. Excited. Well, you've uh, you've touched some interesting pieces. One is the psychotherapy. We touched about on it a little bit about on last segment about the, uh, rep- the repetition of uh, talking about your problems over and over again. I know some people, uh, they bring emotion into their talking. They, they p- punch walls. They hit pillows. They, they do a lot of things. And I'm, I'm, I know I had a guest a couple weeks ago on, on the show. The neuroscience doesn't support that. What do you, uh, what do you say about that? Yeah, the neuroscience doesn't support it. You know, so we don't want to bypass real feelings. We don't want to bypass emotions, but we also don't want to feed and fuel them either into a negative direction. So it's a tricky little balance to be able to understand what your story is that you're currently telling to become aware of the story that you tell because awareness is a big piece of healing. So start to become aware. What is the story I'm always telling? to my friends, to anybody who will listen. And break that story down. Maybe even record yourself saying it. Listen to it back. Is that the story that you want to live your life by? Is that really what you want to say about yourself? Because remember, you're the spider weaving the fly in the web of your own creation. And so do you want to be a f- stuck in that storyline? You know, I just love that because I, I think about some of the, my coaching clients that come to me with excuses, right? Um, well, excuses of why they're not going to uh, heal themselves, right? Well, it's it's too hot. It's too cold. I don't want to learn how to eat uh, certain things. It's my, my only f- source of pleasure is my food. On and on it goes, right? So how do you help people break that cycle, that cycle of those crazy stories that they tell themselves? You know, I give people a lot of tools for breaking out of those things, but ultimately what it is, is it's a matter of identity. And, you know, how, what is your identity? Because if you think your identity is the storyline that you've been creating, that's really the source of your challenge. If you can let go of that identity and you can, so here's a good metaphor. So if you have a bowl of soup, 
and you think you're the soup, which is the storyline, then you're not going to be able to shift anything. You're really going to be stuck being soup. But if you can expand your identity to be the bowl that's holding the soup, then you, if you don't like the soup, you can pour that out. And you can have anything you want in that bowl. You can have ice cream in that bowl. You can change the contents of the bowl if you can become the bowl. And so what is that larger bowl? Your higher self. That's what that is. And so it's recognizing, like every master has ever said, that you are the witness and the observer of the experience. You are not the experience, even though it feels really real. If you identify as the experience, you're going to suffer. If you identify as the witness of the experience, you're going to have a great time because you're going to realize it's just an experience and it's temporary and it's fleeting. That's interesting. So let's say I'm sitting with uh, pain in my leg, okay? And uh, somebody's saying, you know, all you need to do is just uh, be the experience. You know, you're not really the leg. You're, you're really the witness of the leg that's having the experience of pain in it. Um, I'm not sure I can heal that, right? How, does, how do we shift that consciousness so that we can go, you know what? It is possible to heal that. So we, we learned to, first of all, stop making up stories about the pain in the leg, right? So what happens immediately as we get pain someplace is we start making up a story about it and we start telling that story over and over. And the reason why we do that is because the brain is wired to complete the story. If it has this piece of information and this piece of information, it will make the hop to create the story. And as you start telling it, you reinforce it. So number one, be careful of the story you tell about the pain. And number two is deep listening. This is a skill that we need to learn as a society is how to listen deeply within. Because if we listen in a new way to the pain, we might learn something about why it's there. We might learn something we didn't know before about why that pain is there. And there's all kinds of modalities that people practice that I'm sharing on Skills Not Pills movement for listening deeply to the pain in a new way. Listen, your doctor, your MD, fabulous individual, has 15 minutes to come to an assessment for you and give you a solution. That person doesn't have the time to listen in the way that it needs to be listened to to find the root cause. So that's why the system's not working. You know, that's why we have pills, because there isn't time in our current medical paradigm for people to listen deeply enough to find the root cause. Hmm. So how much uh, emotional, mental pain do you think, just as a percentage, is uh, the cause of, uh, of, of our body suffering? Very likely a majority of it, because you can kind of think of things moving from a very light energy field where it's just sort of not really there yet, a thought maybe. And then as you build it up and you put emotion to it, it gets denser and denser and denser. And when it's not processed, dense emotional experience turns into physical expression. So, for example, when I left my 20-year relationship, which I talk about in my memoir, Awakening to Me, and all the chaos and terrible things that were going on because I was building up bad stories, I actually found a cyst the size of a, of a Texas grapefruit on my right ovary. Wow. That's how it manifested for me. And when they removed that, I felt instantly better. They said, you're the only happy person we've ever seen in recovery. I'm like, that's because you just took all my heavy energy from my marriage. Thank you. <laughs> it's gone. 
That's it. I love that. You know, it's uh, very interesting because I think of my own story when uh, last year when I tore my ACL, MCL, a bone fracture, and my um, my leg was uh, swollen three times the size it normally is, right? Um, so, well, tw- two times. Three is probably an exaggeration, but two times. And within three days, the swelling was gone completely. Because I found somebody that had a remedy outside the medical community that told me how to do it, right? And you know what? One of the modalities I used was to disconnect the the brain from the pain. Well, what I was really doing is what you talked about as I'm reflecting back. It was becoming the observer, right? Whether that that mod, whether that healing disconnected the pain from the brain, uh, the pain from the body, not pain from the brain, the pain from the body, or not. I can tell you this, I became very calm and still working with that person and I and I started just allowing that energy to flow into that leg and visualized it constantly. And you know, everybody, the doctors gave me a 10% chance of not having surgery. I took the 10%, I said, I'll build on that and yeah, I never had surgery, right? And it healed 100%, right? Major injury, so we can do this and you healed yours, you know? Yeah, I love it. And this is really, you know, this is hummingbird medicine. So why is my last name hummingbird? Because hummingbird is the messenger between the spirit realms and the earth. And the hummingbird brings the message that anything is possible. Anything is possible. And that's what Skills Not Pills movement is here to help you see, that there's not one solution. There's many, many, many possible solutions. As a matter of fact, one part of the puzzle might be a pill, but all the other pieces could be something totally unimagined to you right now. But you've got to open to believe that anything is possible first. Anything is possible. So I want to start right away. I know I have audience listening, audience members listening, and they go, I want to start this right away. I want to know how to do this. What do we tell them? Go to skillsnotpillsmovement.com and sign up. There's free interviews. That in Each interview in May goes out. 30 days, 30 extra, 30 skills, all May. And you can also watch back all the interviews on June 1st and 2nd for free. And uh, that's on skillsnotpillsmovement.com. And you'll also get my teachings. I teach people how to reinvent. I teach people that process of going from being the soup to being the bowl. I teach them how to do that. And, you know, let lead from your higher self. Lead from that place rather than from this limited perspective. Carrie, what's the first step in reinventing yourself? Deciding that you're going to reinvent yourself. (laughs) First step one is what's working in my life hasn't worked because look at the state of my life. I'm going to look at where I am right now. If it's not what I want, then it's not working. So I'm willing to do anything, believe anything to get to a better place is the first step. And, you know, it's kind of like the caterpillar. I talk about this in my book, the free book, Reinvent Yourself, that you get is like, when the caterpillar just munch, 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 in order to become the butterfly, you got to enter what? The chrysalis. Right. And think about what happens in the chrysalis, people. A lot of disintegration, right? Like pulling things apart, taking things out that don't work, really investigating things, looking at it closely, listening deeply, thinking about it, processing it, and then, you know, unfolding into who you are meant to be in this life, on this planet, at this time, becoming the butterfly. Yeah, you know, and I I can relate to this, you know, in the coaching again. Uh, I work with uh, 
gentlemen that have made multi-millions of dollars, right? And a lot of them come to me because they're not healthy. And they've made, they've spent all this time, all their focus, all their energy, one focus, building businesses, and now they're spending all their money on healing, right? I think that's the result of not doing what we're talking about here, of doing the inner work. So many people compartmentalize their lives. My business is great, therefore I think everything else is great in my life, right? It's just not the case. The marriage is falling apart, the children don't talk with them. The uh, health isn't there. They've stopped exercising. They focus on their one focus. And I'm sure women do the same thing as men do, right? Absolutely. And so the question to ask yourself is this. If that thing in your life that's working so well were to go away, would you still be able to feel happy? And if the answer is no, because I'm relying on that thing for my happiness, then you're not there yet. That's it. There's more work to do. Carrie, let's uh, tell them a little bit more about where to get in touch with you. Absolutely. So if you're interested in working with me directly or exploring that possibility, you can go to my website, carriehummingbird.com, and it's K-E-R-R-I hummingbird.com. And the free gift is available there. And if you're interested in learning about all these amazing experts that I have in store for you on Skills Not Pills Movement, you should go to skillsnotpillsmovement.com and join the movement. And let us inspire you. Let us open up your beliefs to know that anything is possible. Kerry, thank you so much for joining me. I love this. This is awesome. I appreciate you being on our show, and I hope you come back. Thank you so much, Ken. I'd love to. All righty. So coming up in our next segment, we're going to talk a little bit more about how to heal your body and what are the three skill sets that you need to change anything that's going on in your life. We'll be back with more Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. Would you like to help someone in need to move from poverty to prosperity? Stars of Courage, a 501c3 nonprofit, is looking for established life coaches with experience in education and career mentorship to build confidence and create clear paths to success. Join our team of experienced coaches in a wide variety of fields, equipped with warm hearts with a passion for lifting up those in need. Our Stars of Courage. Find out how you can make a difference at starsofcourage.org. That's starsofcourage.org. Attention business owners, the feeling of being overwhelmed, stressed out, and facing difficult business challenges goes hand in hand with being an entrepreneur. But there are solutions, and it's time to explore the possibilities. You work hard as an entrepreneur. Give yourself the break you deserve. Ken D. Foster is the business coach for you. Ken has over 21 years of experience with leaders just like you, who trust to share what is truly going on in their business and that thing called life. You're invited to set up a free conversation 
confidential consultation with Ken. His wisdom, guided methods, and unique strategies will bring you to new heights and breakthrough obstacles. Visit KenDFoster.com to set up your free confidential consultation. It's time to achieve your dreams because you deserve a successful business and a balanced, happy life. Sound great? Find out how to make this happen. Visit KenDFoster.com. That's KenDFoster.com. KenDFoster.com. We're back with Voices of Courage. And now your host, Ken D. Foster. Well, welcome back to Voices of Courage. I'm your host, Ken D. Foster. We were just talking with Carrie Hummingbird, and she has this amazing movement called Skills Not Pills Movement.com. Skills Not Pills Movement.com. And I just wanted to reiterate some of the benefits that people get when they go on that site. They, uh, there's multiple uh, possibilities, first of all, to solve your challenges on that site. She's brought, brought in some of the top authors, speakers, trainers to help people to understand what's possible in different healing modalities to really take your life in and heal whatever's going on in it, right? Mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually. And the cool thing is you can get it right away. So I want to encourage you to go to her site and check her out. also want to mention that the show is being brought to you by Women's Wisdom, Women Empowering Women in Friendship and Business, and that's www.womenswisdom.net. So, this segment, we're going to give you some of the most powerful tools that you can use to heal. But before I get to that, what I want to let you know is I have a new book coming out. It's called The Courage to Change Everything, Strategies and Wisdom to Transform Your Life One Day at a Time. It should be released on June 15th, and this book was written over a six-year period, and it came out of a need, I believe, for individuals that are like me, that really want to have excellence in their life, and they need to be inspired not only in the negative times when you need an uplift, but also in the good times. So there's daily strategies every single day to help uplift you and get you pointed in the right direction early in the morning. I'd like to read one of the day's messages to you. And this is day 133. To see what is right and not do it is the want of courage. That's Confucius. Think about that. To see what is right and not do it is want of courage. Darkness may fill a cave for a thousand years, but as soon as a light shines, the darkness disappears. So too, when you acknowledge what you need to change by shining the light of introspection on it, you will unleash a power within you that will consume unconscious parts of yourself. It is only when you are not afraid to acknowledge the areas in your life where you feel powerless that things can change. If you have the tendency to deny areas that aren't working, then this is the first place to start. Don't gloss over challenges you're having. Every challenge is there for you to overcome. This is how we grow. Instead, embrace challenges the same way you embrace things you like. If you do, you will grow beyond the challenges and you will grow quickly. Today, ask, in truth, 
what areas of my business or life do I need to acknowledge and make a change in? What am I not seeing that is stopping my success? How can I increase success today? And the actions? Today, commit to making the changes necessary until things turn in your direction. Please note, this may take everything you have, but so what? You must be doing something today. Why not be bettering your life? And so it is. Bettering our life is part of how we evolve ourselves, how we evolve our souls, how we evolve our, our, our minds, our thinking, our lives, where, where things get better. And I am just amazed at how many people are on the merry-go-round of life. They believe that things are really changing for them. And yet, when I see them year after year on the merry-go-round, They've changed jobs or they've changed maybe spiritual paths or they've changed uh, what they're doing health-wise or they've changed uh, whatever, a million other things in their life, but they still really haven't changed anything. And so I've always asked myself, why is that? Why do people appear to be changing and yet change seems to be non-existent or so slow it's unmeasurable? And what I get time and time again is that they are speeding going from the next workshop or the next job or the next meeting or the next relationship going to the next, to the next, to the next at the speed of light, not giving time to slow down to actually become aware of what it is that they really want to create or heal and actually taking steps to do that. You know... In my life, I lived in, I grew up in Whittier, California, and I had a beautiful home, uh, home life. My parents created a secure life for us. There were myself and three other, uh, one sister and two brothers, and we, we thought we grew up in a pretty good world, right? But I have to say, looking back, that delusional parents create delusional children, and if you buy into the, the, uh, someone's belief system, right, which most people do as children, right, they don't have the wisdom to know when something is not going the right way or to pull back or do something different, um, especially if they're in a uh, controlled environment where children are being told what to do and when to do, how to do it, and they're manipulated through blame, shame, guilt, um, those children tend to grow up and be delusional. And what I've come to understand is that when we believe things to be the way they are, they remain the way they are until we can actually have a crack. Now, a crack in the psyche, meaning uh, there's enough pain. Pain's a great motivator. There's enough pain. um, Or there's a, a big enough reason for somebody to change. And Sometimes uh, there's an accident. Sometimes people will lose a loved one. Something that happens that will create trauma enough for them to step out of their busy, fast-paced life and stop and say, wow, at the end of this life, who am I going to be? Have I really done anything to 
change the way that I look, I, I feel, I think, I behave, or am I just doing the same thing over and over again? So when that crack comes and when people go, this is the time now for me to open up, to maybe look at things in a little different light, that's the time that we can actually start to heal. But here's what happens uh, with a lot of people, right? They go back to, let's say they were taught, as I was taught as a child, well, I need to go to a doctor to heal. So they go to a doctor, and they don't get any healing. And then they go to another doctor, another doctor, another. And they start this busy past, almost frantic uh, journey on, on healing. Instead of maybe stopping for a moment, and we have, we have information at our fingertips today. You can even Google uh, what are the three most important ways to heal my body or my mind, okay? And you'll come up with a, a proliferate of, of pages, right? Now, all of them aren't going to be for you. So how do you discern? Well, again, that's where we slow down to succeed. So you tune in and you start to feel, is this the right piece? Or is this the right person, place, or thing that I need to go to to heal next. That's the first step. You tune in. And then you do. Then you let your head do the research, and you go on, on that person's website, and you see how many testimonials are there and how many people have actually worked with that person and healed your particular disease. And if that seems right, then you take the next step and make an appointment, right? But most people don't do that research. They just go from Again, one person to the next to the next to the next to try to heal themselves. And they don't stop long enough to really tune in to find out what is the mental, emotional piece of healing. So I want to say this. That takes courage. So if you do nothing else this week but strive for courage, right? Strive for the courage to heal your body. Strive for the courage to find peace in your, in your life. Strive for the courage to increase your happiness. Strive for the courage to start to understand who are you, who am I at the deepest level of my soul. When you can do that and you, you make that a practice, then what's going to happen is you're going to start to find the answers to your greatest challenges. For many years, every single challenge I've had has been solved through meditation. I still my mind, I quiet my mind, I go within, and I heal whatever needs to be healed by finding the answers through meditation. So if you go to KenDFoster.com and you click on the page that says resources, KenDFoster.com, click on resources. Under resources, I have a book called The Science of Meditation. It's a sampler guide made, uh, uh, created by me, and it talks about why meditate, the proper process, the proper posture and some guided meditations to help you understand how to go deep and to actually still your mind. And then there's all kinds of resources on that page of some of the some books, uh, some uh, to help you understand how to grow your potential, 
how to go deeper spiritually, how to really have well-being in your life. So I hope you'll check it out, KenDFoster.com. And I want to let you know that we now are listed on Alexa and iTunes. So if you just say, Alexa, play Voices of Courage podcast, hey, guess what? You're going to listen to this show and all the other past shows. Voices of Courage podcast on Alexa or on iTunes. Also, if you'd like to hear the playbacks, you can go to voicesofcourage.us, voicesofcourage.us to hear all of our playbacks. I hope you've enjoyed this show. I hope you'll tell your friends about it. I'm committed to your life, to helping you grow your life and make it a better life, better than you can even imagine. All you have to do is keep tuning in every single week. Voices of Courage. Thanks for joining us for Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. Learn more about Ken, how to be a guest on the show, and sponsorship opportunities by visiting voicesofcourage.us. Be sure to join us next Sunday at 10 a.m. as Ken brings more stories of courage that will inspire greatness within you and change your life for the better. This has been Voices of Courage with Ken D. Foster. Where there is